Hi there, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Nova Scotia Kitchens podcast, Sandra's Baked Beans and Barry's Bonus Biscuits. I'm Sherry Graham. On today's show, you get to visit in Sandra and Barry's warm and welcoming off-grid kitchen in the woods with me. Their beautiful home is nestled in the trees, it's almost surrounded by the river, and there's a cozy wood stove in the middle of it all. Their dining room chairs have a great story that you'll hear, and of course you'll hear the bean recipe with pro tips from Sandra. As a bonus, her husband Barry arrived just in time to whip up a batch of his biscuits. And I will tell you now that Sandra's baked beans were the best I have ever eaten, and I don't say that lightly. I've attended my fair share of community suppers and potlucks, and these beans are perfect. Maple syrup for the sweetener and a bunch of grated ginger makes them full of complex flavor. They're unlike that kind of one-note sweet beans that you might be used to. They are so, so good. You really, really need to try making this recipe. It's going into my rotation for sure. Sandra and I also chat about some of her work and a book that she released last year. I'll put notes, or links rather, in the show notes over at NovaScotiaKitchens.com so you can go there to find links to connect with Sandra. So welcome to Sandra and Barry's home, and here we go. We start off, as most visits in Nova Scotia Kitchens do, with tea. Coffee or tea? The water's all tea. <laughs> tea. tea. <laughs> and I've got all kinds of gray and regular and herb teas and maple tea. And oh, something herbal would be lovely. Yep. And then Frenchy cups. Oh, yes. Oh, and I'm going to start these to boil. And there's something that'll be important for the viewer oh. to know. Okay. And so at some point, in yeah, about, anything like in that. In about like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, because I've soaked them overnight, so I'll say that when we yeah. start. Yeah. And then can... uh, once they start boiling, then I'll check them in about 10, 12 minutes. And then you put one on a fork or a spoon yeah. and blow on it. And if the skin bursts, yeah. you don't want them to be so soft. That They're just mush. Yeah. 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 So that you want to take the crunch out, <laughs> but be able to get your teeth through Yes, this. yes. Oh, did it break? Yep. <laughs> oh. I'm broken glass. My mother always said one less thing to wash. Yep. <laughs> so that's we tend to can't. break a lot of glasses, I think, in our house. Can't get exercise. <laughs> one less thing to wash. So you built this place yourself too. That's amazing. Yeah. I love watching videos of like <laughs> tiny houses and oh, oh and yes. how do they do this? Yeah. Barry redid the wood part. Yeah. And that was years and years ago. Oh, they're lovely. 
upholstered once, but Katarina Younger did them. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was about 25 years ago. <coughs> and then we thought, well, it's time to do them again. Yeah. So we got some that we got that material at Gnomes. Um, you know yes, 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 yes. I've had some different um, things altered and stuff there. Yeah. Yep. Now, I don't care about messy canvas, but Barry have a fit if I don't sweep up because <laughs> he, he's the one that keeps the house clean. Ah. And, and, and uh, of course, I did a bunch of cooking yesterday too. What were you cooking yesterday? Well, I had a, people came in last night for dinner for, oh, nice. for lamb. And we get, get a lamb from um, Gary Arnett. Yes. And then we had a fellow whose friend, his wife, has gone away for a couple of months. So I'm going to cook some stuff for him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Food is just central to everybody. Oh. Everybody has to eat. Oh, I'll get my dirty socks out of here. <laughs> now I need glasses so I can read. <laughs> I mean, I can do this in my sleep, I'm pretty sure, but. Let's get these out of Those the way. Those are the best kind of recipes. I think part of what I love about your kitchen so much, I just clued in, is the absence of upper cabinets. We it couldn't afford it, Sherry. <laughs> no kidding. I love it. We couldn't afford it. We, we finished, we moved in. It was three days before White Wong, 15 oh, years ago. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. Anyway, and we had, we had, the plumbing was done, the painting was done, everything was done. Yep. Um... The sink had been, this had been installed and the stove and the fridge. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, what are we going to do about cupboards? We just can't afford it. So we're not going to do them. Yeah. We'll wait a year or two. Well, that was 15 years ago. <laughs> well, it's super trendy now. It's like, it's the big home design you thing for the past several years. You learn what to do, what you can do without. And, and I think we can do another 15 years without cabinets. Yes. I mean, we just fill them, you know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of beans are you using? Use. Soldier beans, soldier beans, and okay. and you can use the, actually the original recipe. And I should explain to people that this is not my recipe. Um, I go to Birchdale every year with a group of paddlers. We've been doing that for over ten years, and uh, so we have food teams. And um, one of the women, Donnelly Kane, always on Saturday night has her beans, her maple beans. This is her recipe. Okay. Anyway, but if I I've adjusted it because it called for half brown sugar and half maple syrup and I use only maple syrup. Mm -hmm. I cut out the brown sugar completely because mm -hmm. I felt they were just a little bit too sweet. Yeah. I put more ginger mm -hmm. <laughs> than what's recommended and and, oh, so you, and and it's a recipe that you just can't mess up. Awesome. I mean if you have an extra tablespoon of ginger that's okay. If you have a little bit less ketchup a little bit more it doesn't matter. So I will measure and I do but it's you just can't follow up this recipe. So did that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. So the question was soldier beans. So yes, I use the soldier beans because I like the color, the whites yeah. and, the, and the brown. She uses kidney beans. Okay. And I was thinking the other day that I may try and mix sometime. Mm -hmm. I think you'd have to boil them separately because they'd all have right. different different times. times when they'd be ready. But I think I'll try a mix of kidney beans and soldier beans and maybe what else is there? Watson beans or wall yeah, beans yeah. or something and. So different different colors. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like beans are such a great recipe for this because they're so quintessentially Nova Scotian. Like if you go to any yeah potluck or church supper mm. or whatever, oh, somebody's yeah. gonna have beans. 
And they last for a long time in the fridge. You can freeze mm -hmm. them like beans are just great. You can eat them yeah. hot, you can eat them cold. Yep. That's a really that's a really versatile recipe. So while that's boiling, I'll let me get some of the ingredients ready. And what if I read the recipe and I'll get that? You could just done. kind of talk as you okay. do it. So you're cutting up an onion. So I'm cutting up an onion. <laughs> I'm glad you know what you're doing. And I'm glad I can remember this is an onion. For our readers that don't know, Sandra has a little problem with memory. Not readers, listeners, listeners, see? And readers. And, and readers, yeah. Yes, yeah. readers and listeners, so just to have to get through those little memory glitches here. So, hunk up onion. I know some people cut them quite fine. I just like big hunks of onion in mine. Yep. And this is Eamon's Double Smoked Bacon, which I just Ooh, adore. lovely. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Beautiful. And I have made these beans without the bacon because I just didn't have Eamon's bacon. Yep. Wasn't the same. And it wasn't the same. You have to have Eamon's double smoked bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh. And you're just cutting that. Just smell it. Oh, that yeah. smells wonderful. That smells so Oh, one good. more time. <laughs> Isn't that's that? just, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> oh. It smells like a campfire oh, in yes, like the best way. I think that's why it's so... Like comforting, like it feels, yeah, yeah, it feels very, it feels yeah. right. Yes, it does. Just feels right. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> and I'm, I'm cutting these. I don't know. I'm guessing maybe the size of a uh, double thick quarter, or yeah, 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 and kind of. And again, it can be bigger or smaller. Cubes. It doesn't matter. Cubes, yeah, large. Yeah, chunks, so maybe anywhere from a centimeter, centimeter, or two. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we'll, say, we'll call that two centimeters by one. Yep. Okay, Perfect. so let's see. We're going to have beans. We have maple syrup to put in. Yep, and we have bay leaves ready to go. Ketchup, we do. Please don't buy Heinz. Get something else. <laughs> uh, grated ginger. Aha, here. Okay, I'm going to peel ginger. these. Now this is funny. For, I don't know, 40, 50 years, I have always peeled with a knife ginger. Oh, I and use a spoon. Really? A spoon edge. It's the way to do it. <laughs> really? If you take the, scoop, oh. the scoopy edge of a spoon, because... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to tell you what to do. <laughs> no, I love it. Because okay, yeah, you yeah. can get into all of the little... And if you just kind of like... I do it the other oh. Like, I pull towards me and like hold it like a... Yeah. And then you can get around oh. all the little things, but it just goes deep enough to get the yeah oh for heaven's oh, sakes well, you I fought with a food. knife for years <laughs> and then you, you cut too much and off, then you and lost so much precious oh ginger. yeah oh this is hilarious isn't that funny i oh, can't remember where heaven's sakes oh food okay <laughs> oh that, that and it's so easy okay because you can get the yeah with a peeler and stuff you always miss the little grooves yep. where the knobs kind of meet or whatever so okay i like it but Actually, you know, i just break that off <laughs> I'm going to try to grow ginger this summer. I have. Oh. It worked pretty well. Ooh, okay. Um, but it, I had some turmeric and some ginger, and they grew oh, well. Like they turmeric. grew lots of foliage and stuff, but I didn't have them any under any kind of cover. There weren't many cold frames or anything. Okay. And it got cold before they'd really, like they yes, they need a little heat. bit bigger, but they, they need yeah, heat. They really needed more. So I was like, oh, if I do this again, I'll do it differently. But the foliage is cool. Like it's all kind of spiky and. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so it looks kind of tropical. Maybe that new uh, planter that Barry built outside, I can put some ginger oh, yeah. in there. But probably would need a row cover. 
Yeah. For heat, I, I would think. And yeah, yeah it was kind of like it just didn't quite get. Yeah. We tried peanuts one year on the farm. They were hilarious. And they grew. Yeah. But they didn't size up because I planted them too late. Ah, yeah. And if I planted them earlier with a row cover, with the heat, maybe even some black plastic over it for a few days, you know, it would have made a huge, huge difference. So, peeling ginger with a spoon. This is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd have thought? Now that you've tried, you can choose your preferred uh, method. Yes, yes. (laughs) No, this is great. I also keep my ginger in the freezer. Yes, sometimes yes, I don't go I do. through it, and then to yeah. And like right now, this is this is pretty dry ginger. Hmm. Anyway, but uh, it is what it is. But for super fresh ginger, so juicy and crunchy yeah. when you can get it. Oh man! All right, so and we I. This is a new grater actually because I couldn't find mine for the longest time, and once we bought this, then I found mine. <laughs> But anyway, it's always the way. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. they are ready. So, and how long have they been boiling ish? I'm guessing 15 minutes. Okay. And that was from our, like, normally <laughs> I would have a pot of hot water, but I used it for a tea. And for when Sue was here, because I would put hot water over the beans, and then it only takes about 10 minutes. Right, right, right. So, this had to go from cold from water cold. to oil. But I'd say boil for 10, no more than 15 minutes. Okay. Until the skin splits when you blow on it. Yep. And then you have to try one to make yep. sure that it's not... You want the crunch to be gone, but you don't want it soft and mushy. You want it. You want to know that it's still not cooked. Okay. Because they're going to okay. cook in the oven. Uh, but the thing is, with beans, <coughs> um, which I didn't know until recently... Well, I know. I guess I did know. Uh, <laughs> that once you add the sugar and put them in the oven, if they're not par-cooked, par-boiled or whatever, the, you'll have hard beans. Right. Like you, you have to, you have to par-boil them. Right. You can't just Even if you put them in the oven and help the best. Yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> so, I put them in my new pot. It's beautiful. I love that color. Isn't it? It's so pretty. I will add a little bit of water right now. And I also put boiling water in right here. Okay. Uh, that way it doesn't take forever to heat up in the right. oven. So my oven is set at 325. Okay. And then once they go in the oven, forget about them for four hours. Like, Love it. That's it. <laughs> Maybe open up and stir once or yeah. twice. But all right. So I have the beans, a package of beans. And the beans have been uh, parboiled. And now I need glasses. <laughs> So I'm just going to go through my list here and do one thing at a time. Yeah, so, perfect. Maple syrup. See, I knew there wouldn't be enough. And I was smart enough to get another bottle. Ah, good thing. And I have to tell you, this was on sale for $6.99 oh. instead of $12.99. Yeah. It's super pricey. It's great. And quite often we would use, um, oh my God, John Hood's maple yes. syrup. Yeah. And uh, But I didn't have any on hand right now. Did you ever do syrup when you had the farm? No. Oh, no, we did once. One oh, year we did it. Yes, we tapped trees, did it on yeah. our own. And then and decided it wasn't worth it, that was enough. No. <laughs> it's so much work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have a huge lobster pot full of maple water, yeah, yeah. you know, and to get that much, I mean, it's lovely yeah. syrup, but oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. All right, so we've done the maple syrup. And that was one cup. Well, the recipe, um, I double my recipe, so I... 
use two packages of one pound beans. Right. Okay. Or you can make a single single batch, um, and then to the one pound of two pounds of beans, I would add a cup and a half of okay. maple syrup, and then I would add six bay leaves. So I've got these ready here, and I'm just going to fire them in. Bay leaves. <laughs> Oops, turn this off. Um, it says two to six tablespoons of grated ginger, and uh, I always go heavy on it. <laughs> so I put at least six tablespoons. Let me see. It's so nice and warming, and it just adds such a nice, yes. nice oh, anything. It's so it's good. It's just wonderful. Wonderful. I do remember once I probably put maybe a cup of ginger. And it was strong. It was, it was, oh, what's all this ginger doing in my beans? You know, it was way, 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 way too much. But So it's easy to get carried away. All right. And then after the ginger is going to be uh, a cup of ketchup and a little bit of hot chili sauce. And I tell you, I've had this jar for about 35 years. It's, it's, I love hot, like Barry and I eat a lot of hot curries and hot yep. chilies, yep. but this is hot like I've never had in my life until I bought that jar 30 or 40 years ago, <laughs> and uh, like a quarter of a teaspoon, ooh, that's plenty. plenty. I yep. have used a half a teaspoon, I had once put in a teaspoon and it was inedible. Really? Yeah, that is wow. so hot. I've never seen this. Yeah, I don't even remember where I got it, it's so yeah. old. Yeah. Really gone hot sauce. Made from the finest sun-dried Vietnamese cayenne chili peppers. Mm -hmm. And let's see, I think I'll use a little bit more here. So, actually, I can use these and just cut them up. I hate to waste anything. <laughs> so, I almost had grated fingers there for a minute, so I thought better to... <laughs> Oh yes, Whatever. oh yes, yeah. Chili flakes. Yeah, yeah. Chili flakes. So yeah. I'm guessing I haven't used chili, dried chili flakes, although the recipe says you can, because I've had that and I just mm -hmm. love it. But I'm guessing for the for a quarter teaspoon about of that, uh, I probably would use a teaspoon of chili flakes. flakes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. Gosh, I should have worn an apron. <laughs> Alright, so here goes the ginger in here. I am <laughs> delighted. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Good. Do what you have to do. I'm going to be another 15 minutes here anyway, Barry, but your butter is all soft, ready to That's make good. biscuits, and uh, yeah. This is so much fun. Thank you for humoring me. Alright, so where were we, Sherry? Here we are. We got the ginger. Oh, now the ketchup. Okay. And the recipe for, for the double batch that I make usually would be. Um, one cup of ketchup. So. Anyway, so we've got the ginger, the ketchup, hot chili sauce, and this is all I put of this. I don't know if you got a picture. I of did. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've had this jar for. I'm gonna say at least thirty years, and this is all I put in. That's about a quarter of a teaspoon. Okay. Yep. Tiny. Mm. And that would be about a teaspoon of chili flakes. You think? Yes. If, if yeah, you did just regular dry. Yeah. So the hot chili is in there. 
And then, uh, oh, the double smoked bacon, the onion, so that's ready to go. You need yeah, a photo quartered, of that? Or... I got that already. Oh, yes, you did, yeah. Quarter the onions. Quarter two onions. Yes. Yeah, yep. perfect. So make sure I get the ounce. Oh, so the bacon yes. is around six ounces. Per, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Six ounces, more or less, I have in okay. my recipe. Yeah, yeah. double smoked, Emond. <laughs> um, and I asked okay. for hunks of it instead yeah. of sliced. Right. Now, it's not the end of the world. One day, Barry came home with sliced yeah. double smoked bacon. I just cut it up and fired yeah. it in. But if you have those hunks, it's really nice. Yeah. You know, the solid, the solid part. The onion, salt and pepper. Okay, salt and pepper. Where are you? Table. It's mm -hmm. up here. <laughs> and I love raw salt, so that's what I put in. Lovely. Salt and pepper, and then we're ready to fire. It's ready to go in. Oh, it smells so good. I've made beans a few times, but I feel like my recipes were boring. Like, they didn't have ginger, for example. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of ended up, eh, they just taste like sweet beans and they weren't exciting, but I feel like oh, this one is going to be. Oh, you really like these. Oh, I'm going to check one more time. Uh, two pounds of beans. This will give you the total recipe. Okay, two pounds of beans, a um, cup and a half of maple syrup, uh, six bay leaves, uh, around six tablespoons of grated ginger or more, I go heavy, a cup of ketchup, uh, about a quarter of a teaspoon of hot chili sauce, and you can use about a teaspoon of the flakes, flake chili. Six ounces, more or less, double smoked bacon from Eamon's <laughs> Meat Market downtown. Uh, two big onions, just hunk them up, salt and pepper. And then cover with water. So you need enough right. water for them to cook in. And 325 for four hours. I think the recipe says three, but I use four hours. Ta-da. Lovely. And cover. All right, so let's chat about yeah the book. Yes. Well, all right, so Waking Up in My Own Backyard, it's a travel memoir, um, and that was based on a project that a colleague and I, her name is Melanie Chambers, and she lives in Toronto. She's about half my age, and just a dear, dear, dear friend. We both met through the Travel Media Association of Canada, through that, through that association. Mainly because we're both we both teach travel writing courses and memoir and whatnot. She teaches at Western, and she does food food uh, writing and travel writing at Western. Anyway, and we exchanged. We had never met, but we started exchanging ideas about our workshops and handouts and mm -hmm. the kinds of topics that we talked about and blah blah blah. So uh, that's how that's how we originally met. We tried to meet each other physically. One summer, she was in Newfoundland, Barry and I were there. Oh! Uh, we were both on press trips, but she was in the north, on the west side. And I can't find my dishcloth, anyway. <laughs> and we were down south, in the southern part. And so we just, we just couldn't connect. We just, yeah. it just didn't work out. Yeah. You know, we were 400 miles away, that's not close. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so a couple of years went by, and then one morning, this, I'm being long-winded here. So no, that's One fine. morning, uh, I was going, looking at my feed and different things coming through before I started my day, and I saw her post, her blog, and, and she had a challenge. Uh, or the headline said, Toronto bound. And I think, Toronto bound? What does she mean? Because she lives in Toronto. How can yeah, you be yeah, yeah. bound for Toronto you're when you're already there? <laughs> so, anyway, so I read her blog, and basically she said, when we go away, we be, we're different. 
We're, mm-hmm. we're more curious. We take risks. We try things that we haven't tried before, and uh, we, we're more ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's interesting. You know, I think she's right. So she said, rather than take off this summer, because she usually takes three months off and goes somewhere different in the world. She's leaving in a week for Japan for three months. Oh, wow. Anyway, she uh, said, I'm, I'm going to stay home, and I'm going to get up close and personal with my own backyard, Toronto, because I don't know my own city. I'm a stranger here. So the challenge was, who else wants to join me and, and really get up close and personal with our own backyard? So Sandra jumps and says, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> so that's how this started. And she said, okay, do you have 30, 30 or 31 days that you can devote to doing something every day, go mm-hmm. somewhere in your own backyard, blog about it. I said, yep, uh, July, let's just do it, let's just do it. So this was in March. She came here in May, mm-hmm. and we had two or three days and mapped out what this July project would be like and what the parameters were. So we decided it'd be 100 kilometers. So for me, that would be to, down to Shelburne, to Yarmouth, up to Digby. And for her, it was Greater Toronto. Mm-hmm. We, we agreed that we would do some things together and compare notes because of her age and our background. I'm, yeah. you know, country girl, she's a city girl, yeah. I'm ancient, <laughs> she's young, you know. Anyway, so we both wanted to um, have an experience of doing a food, something different. She wanted to eat something she had never eaten before mm-hmm. and learn how to cook it. And I thought, okay. I have friends that are from different ethnic backgrounds. I can ask a couple of them to show me how to do things. And so we agreed on that. And then um, we both wanted to go uh, in the wild and in the wilderness and canoe for one or two days and write about that. Uh, We both wanted to go to a tea. So she chose the Royal York in downtown Toronto. I'm not sure if I have the name of the hotel right. Anyway, she paid 85 bucks for her tea. I paid 750. and went to Weymouth with a couple of friends, the Weymouth Church Tea there, and they have them all summer, once a week. Anyway, and uh, so there's different things that we wanted to do that would be the same, but mm-hmm. we would, because we're different mm-hmm. backgrounds and whatnot, they would be different experiences. Okay. So then she said, I also want to have an architecture tour of Toronto, and she knew someone that could give her a tour of the, the city and the history and whatnot, and I said, good, I can do that in Yarmouth. And, uh, and she said, I want to do a cemetery tour. And so I thought, oh, cemeteries, how boring is that? <laughs> I said, well, okay, Melanie, all right, all right, all right, I'll do a cemetery tour, okay. And I thought, well, I'll ask someone to take us on a tour of Mountain Cemetery yeah. in town. I could not get excited about that. Anyway, <laughs> so here we so we lined it up and yeah. organized it. So she goes back home, and we start July 1st, and it is amazing. <laughs> so every day we do something different in our own backyards and write about it. Take some photographs, share it with friends, put it on our blogs, and we, we would read each other's and yeah. say, oh, yeah, oh, look, she did, <laughs> she did, anyway. And it was so fun. So it came time to do the cemetery tour, and I think, oh, Melanie, I'm just doing this for you. <laughs> so Barry and I go in and meet with John Wainwright. Uh, he's on the board of directors of Mountain Cemetery. And we met him at six o'clock at the chapel, and John said, well, how long do you want this tour to be? And I said, oh, I don't know, maybe an hour. And I'm thinking, oh, an hour, that's going to be plenty long to be looking at tombstones. <laughs> and you know, Sherry, we came out of there, it was almost dark. Oh, wow. The only reason we stopped, and it had been over two and a half hours, was because of the bugs. Yeah. And, and it was getting hard to see. It was fascinating. Mm. I mean, I just fell in love with cemeteries. Yeah. Like, it was just fascinating. So from then on, I was looking for cemeteries in 
Yarmouth and Shelburne mm-hmm. and Digby and and then I was I wanted to get information about the headstones and yeah. how, who was carving them and how did that happen yeah. and so one thing leads to another and eventually I meet with uh, Deborah 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 oh I'm sorry Trask, Trask thank who you thank you who happens to be daughter of Gwen oh, Trask who yes. was my very first episode of the podcast no yes. kidding Her really yeah yeah oh <laughs> it all comes full circle. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I have yeah. to go see her again because I visited her about a year ago and had the best tea oh, of my she life. Oh, best tea. Oh, I said, <laughs> Gwen, this is just the best tea. So I promised her to go back. So this time I'll ask for her molasses cookies or maybe make her molasses cookies. Yes. Anyway, so, yep, went on this tour with, with Deborah and she gave me all kinds of information, mm-hmm. which is in the book about the headstones and different things. So that's how this whole thing came together. And then we'll fast forward a little bit. Um, I know the editor at Pottersfield Press, good friend, and she said, you know, Sandra, she said, I've been following your blog, and I think there's enough information in there that you could turn that into a book. And I'm thinking, a book? Oh, I don't think so, Peggy. <laughs> she said, no, no, no. You pull it all together. I mean, you have to clean it up. You have yeah, to tidy yeah. it up. It was a blog, you know, yeah. so you have to work at it. But the guts... Mm-hmm. Is, are there or is yeah. there whatever yeah. for a book so I did that and I pulled all the blogs together and had 35,000 words I thought whoa okay if I add another another 35,000 because yeah. I wanted about 70 for, for a book uh, and I thought oh I can do that because there's so much information that I have about southwest Nova Scotia mm-hmm. the history and the culture and yeah. the food and the yeah. traditions because I've written about the Tuscan Islands and mm-hmm. Pubnico mm-hmm. and Clare and different places so I thought Sandra just go and pull out the material you already have in other places, do some research, read some books about the region and culture tradition and, and put it yeah, all together. Yeah. Just flesh it out and yeah. give it some depth. That's it. Mm-hmm. what it needed was depth. So I did that and here we go, waking up in your own backyard. Yay! And it was so, last, when did it come out last? That was last, a year ago, this spring. So it's been yeah, a year. Yeah, it was April or May, I couldn't remember. Uh, I, May. I, I'm thinking yes. May. Because I read oh, it I can't over remember. the summer. <laughs> okay. And I loved it oh, so thank much. You. And I have yeah. post-it notes everywhere for all the places that this summer, I'm like, yes. okay, we're going to go to this place and we're oh. going to go to that place. <laughs> all right. So then the book comes out. And the, the response, Sherry, has just been fabulous. Yeah, it is it is travel in the region, but it's more than that. Yes, it's it's it people. It's yeah. lifestyle. It's culture. It is tradition. It is food. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, because the response has been so positive... And Melanie said, Sandra, let's take this concept of traveling in your own backyard and roll it across the country. So now we have Hearts on Travel. <laughs> and that's what Hearts on Travel is about. It's a website. And uh, we're just encouraging people to get out in their own backyards. And you define backyard. Yeah. You know, that's up to you. It could be yeah. a block from your house or it could be 100 kilometers. It could be in another province. I mm-hmm. have a couple of stories on the Hearts on Travel site, one's from uh, Labrador. Oh, and it's making sand bread with Elizabeth Panashaway. Oh, ooh, my heart. Ooh. Yeah, and a story <laughs> of a bear coming around the tent at night. <laughs> so, but for that week, my backyard was Labrador. Yeah. And it was yeah. on Grand Lake, you yeah. know. So, it just, the only condition is it has to be somewhere in Canada. It, it's a Canadian, Canadian stories, written by Canadians, 200 words up to 600 words. And um, so we're pretty excited about it. And, and if you have a photo or two or three, yeah. you can you can add them. 
So I'm looking for a story, Sherry, okay. and want a story. I would love <laughs> want a story. to. I'll have to yes, yes. Project for that. Yes. Oh, I love yep. it. Yep. So that's heartsongtravel.ca. It is. I think. Yep. So, yep. yes. Now, the other thing is there's, there's the website. So on the website, um, in the menu, you'll find all kinds of things, uh, including history and the about and how this came to pass and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, there's a section where it says submit your story. And we think oh, it's okay. really easy. So yep. if you have a story, two to, f- two to 600 words, a photograph or two, it's easy to upload. Perfect. I mean, it's just you do it in Word or RTF or yep. whatever you want and then just plunk it in there. And then there's a place to subscribe. So we're asking people to subscribe. Perfect. And then every two weeks, we're a little late. <laughs> we're a lot late <laughs> right now, but another week. Uh, we'll we'll be on stream for every two weeks, having the uploading the news stories that come in. Perfect. And okay. uh, and then there's a newsletter that we'll have every two weeks, and interviewing people across the country about different things and I new travel it. books and stuff. Anyway. I love it so, so much. <laughs> and the last thing, there's a Facebook page. So oh. and that has different content, and we want people to like the oh, okay. Facebook page. Perfect. Because I didn't that, realize there was Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then there's an Instagram page. Oh, I've already connected on Instagram. <laughs> oh, so Melanie's taking care of Instagram. I'm taking care of Perfect. Facebook. And uh, and there's I think there's quite a bit of food stories in there. You I'm know? all about food. <laughs> Certainly, the, when the children, the grandchildren were here, we made Robbie pie. Yes. So there's actually a Robbie pie lesson 101. Oh, very <laughs> How good. How to make Robbie pie. <laughs> And uh, there, I've babbled enough. That's Lovely. That. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> so, so tell me about this recipe. Is this something that you've been making kind of forever? Where did the recipe there. come from? I'll take it's it. I don't have no idea. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything really all that. I mean, you can see what the ingredients are. They're yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty ordinary. Amazing. Yeah. And I already gushed over your house. I love it. And I'm yeah. super curious about your solar panels. Yeah. And all kinds of other things. It's like, it's like belonging to a cult. <laughs> I'm one of those people who's super fascinated by it. Well, we visited a lot of people before we did that. So I always use the recipe. Okay? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't guess. <laughs> and uh, it's just, that's... Uh, and uh, my glasses are right here. So, uh, yeah, so some people, you know, like our grandmothers or whatever, used to just throw yeah, stuff yeah. together. Well, you can do that too. So, a double batch is four and a half cups of flour. So, uh, the recipe calls for two tablespoons of sugar. So, we're doing double. Okay, so we're doing four. So I'll probably make 24. Oh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> and then five teaspoons of baking powder. This has me worried a little. A baking soda, half a teaspoon, so I use one teaspoon. It's whatever you have. So this is just the dry ingredients. I just mix them together as well as I can. I don't I, I can't tell you when it's done. I just do it for a while. Now the uh, uh, buttermilk is yeah. is a leavening agent. Like I didn't know that. I just knew that I'm gonna make regular biscuits with regular milk and a regular recipe. Uh, and the biscuits are fine, but yeah. these are better. This is better. Sorry, I'm, I get really excited. It's <laughs> is the acid in the buttermilk that reacts with the baking. No clue. I think that's what it is. I don't know. It's I don't know why I would make stuff. Up. <laughs> I think that's where the magic happens. 
It but what, do you notice that they're like what's better? Are they fluffier or have yeah, more fluffy. flavor or yeah, they what's more the texture? I don't know, but I don't I don't have a sense of taste much, really. No, I <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah. So taste it's texture that so anyway, so that's that's probably done. Alright, so now uh, half a cup of butter, so I've got to put in a whole cup. Okay, I don't know what you call this, but you've seen one before. Pastry blender. Okay. Yes. So we use that a little bit. Do you have a favorite thing to bake? Or do you, is it just a matter of getting it made so uh, you can be fed? Well, it's just that this got to be a convenient thing, you know, when you're going somebody for dinner and mm -hmm. bring biscuits and people can eat one or eat yeah, yeah, can yeah. or whatever. Uh, and people like them. That's now this is this is the only the only trade secret in this, which is not a trade secret. Standard <laughs> the same thing yeah. with the fish. <laughs> uh, is that I do this for a long time. Okay. Okay. And this is this makes a difference. And so by the time by the time I finish, you can't tell that there's butter in there. It's just green. Oh. It's just green. So you're not going after little no. sizes. No. No. Like, oh God. Okay. No. You want it totally uniform. No. Okay. And and. Uh, that seems to make a difference. I, I, I think it does, anyway. So I just keep doing this for a while. It's not hard work. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's just what it is. Right. And I just do it till I can't feel the butter. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, and you brought your butter to room temperature. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. Okay. Because by the time I do this. Right, it's all going to be. Yeah, it's just it's easier to work with when it's yeah. gotcha. warmed up a bit. Soften up. Okay, so this is uh, one cup of buttermilk. So, and and what okay. I always do is is agitate it a little bit. And you're just kind of turning end to end for people. Yeah, listening. well, it's just yeah. I've got this. I've got to hold that. <laughs> and then we just put two in. That looks lovely. And you just stir that with a spoon, right? Yeah. Why have to put it? Well, in? it's all yeah. I'm probably less good at this part than anybody else. And the uh, the other thing that gets a little random is the thickness of the of the uh, of the biscuit. Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of just for people listening, folding it yeah. over itself and yeah, then pressing all. it down. Yeah, yeah just and I and I, I stop when I get fed up with doing. <laughs> that looks nice and flaky though, and layery and yeah. Well, it, it gets a little funny sometimes because of the anyway. You'll see. <laughs> See, this is, this is a funnel for making jams yeah. and stuff. Okay, but it makes a good biscuit cutter. Perfect, I love it. I've seen people use jars and, and cups and... Well, you can, you can do like, say if I, if I use something like this, yeah. they'd be bigger. Yes. Lovely. That's nice too, the funnel, because you can push it right down through. Like sometimes you use a cup or a jar or whatever, they get stuck. And they then get an airlock. And they get, yes. See, and there you can always use your Brilliant. Hardly. This is what was here. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Well, you see here, this is funny, because see where I folded the dough oh, yeah, yeah. over. So you get. And that should give you a nice. So they kind of fall apart yeah. some, but, but it's not a bad thing. They, they do hold together. And then I don't worry about little indentations like that. No. And see, they are different different uh, yeah. heights. It all seems to come out in the end. Yes. So the oven was at 450? 450. And it stays at 450 until I turn it off. Okay. And how long are they in for? 
Ten minutes. Ten minutes. And then longer. Now, okay. I, I, ten minutes, I have a look at them. Okay. And probably change the <coughs> change the shelves. Right. Well, and the object of the exercise is by the time the biscuits come out, the place is cleaned up. Ah. Time. Yeah. Time limit. Now somebody filled my sink full of dirty dishes. So <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. It's because of me. It's all but <laughs> so what I do here, this is when I take the take the thing out. I don't want it to burn. This. Right. This used to be a bowling alley. Oh, awesome. Love uh, it. And then a friend of ours <laughs> made the island, so That's I beautiful. so I can set it on there and then take the biscuits off to put on here. Gotcha. And now that we don't have a dog, we don't have to worry about <laughs> the dishes. But protecting them. Okay, oh, so that's our 10 minutes is up. So all I do is take a look. Yeah. Those look pretty good. They do. These are going to go up here. These look good. Oh, they're beautiful. Now, my mother grew up with a wood stove, coal stove. Yeah. And so every time she would pull anything out of the oven, She'd turn it around because the firebox was over here. Oh, yeah. And, and if you didn't do that when you had those stoves, everything was. <laughs> and, 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 and for the last 20 years of her life, she had an electric stove, but she still did that. <laughs> she still did that. Yeah. I have it. Karen, come sit over here. Okay. I can see the river better. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> the, uh, Thanks so much to Sandra for sharing my new favorite bean recipe with me, to Barry for his biscuits and stories, and to both of them for so kindly welcoming me into their home. Thanks to Julian Smith for the podcast music, and I must also add right here the very warmest congratulations to Julian on the safe arrival of his first child this week. Thanks also go out to my husband Adam Graham for technical help and generally being awesome. And since he just had a birthday, I'll take this chance to say happy birthday, Adam. And of course, thanks to all of you for listening. You can connect with me on Instagram at Nova Scotia Kitchens or on the Facebook page. I'll be back with a new episode in June.